Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Great Northeast BJJ Podcast. This is episode two, season three. Honored to be able to sit down and talk to uh, two guys from We Defy Foundation, Joey Bozick and Brian Marvin. If you don't know these guys, um, seek them out and get to know them because they're awesome. Joey Bozick, he's president of We Defy, triple amputee, blue belt, competitor under Alan Shabaro, tier one training in McKinney, Texas. And Brian Marvin, he's been on the podcast before. He's a head instructor and owner at Gracie Baja, Sugarland, active competitor, veteran, traveling around with Joey Bozick, doing seminars for We Defy. Two really awesome individuals. And they're out there promoting a great cause. And they're, they're raising money for the treatment of combat wounded veterans. Um, make sure you check them out at wedefyfoundation.org. So we recorded this one back in the, in the barn with the Riddler after doing a seminar. These guys came out and visited us, put on a seminar, educated us. We were able to raise some money, hopefully help some people out. Amazing time. As always, this episode is brought to you by the Tortuga Soap Company, guaranteed to make your jiu-jitsu 17% better. Probably won't make you any better looking, but at least you'll be smelling good. You'll have good jiu-jitsu and you'll be smelling good. You'll still be ugly, though. (laughs) Also brought to you by Port City BJJ, portcitybjj.com, home of the Great Northeast BJJ podcast. Come visit us. Come train. If you're ever in anywhere near the area, we love visitors. we got a really cool gym, so check us out. Also brought to you by We Are Dapper Ties. Two brothers. They're into ties. You know, like we're all into jiu-jitsu. Go check them out if you need a tie. If you're going out on a date or, uh, you know, you got a job where you got to wear a tie. Check these guys out. Buy a tie and enter the discount code ROLL. If you enter that code, you'll get uh, free shipping, so and it'll support us. So buy some ties, get some soap, come train at Port City BJJ, and your life will probably be a whole lot better. <laughs> Thank you guys all for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, it's awesome. This is a great episode. Make sure you guys go check out WeDefyFoundation.org. There's people out there that want to train jiu-jitsu, that need it, um, and I think we can help them. So, wedefyfoundation.org. Help these guys get the treatment and get the treatment out to people that need it. I really appreciate these guys coming to visit us, spending some time with us, putting on this seminar, and then hanging out with me and, uh, and doing this podcast. So, thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll, we'll see some of you guys out on the road real soon. Thanks, everybody. Peace. Hey, everybody. Quick note. We had a little trouble with Brian's mic at the beginning of this podcast. It clears up pretty quickly. Thanks for understanding.
Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Great Northeast BJJ Podcast. Once again, we've ditched Jay Mansfield because he was dead weight. And uh, we're sitting here in the barn. So we just had, came from a great seminar. Um, my two new friends, one new friend, one old friend, Brian Marvin and Joey Bozik, here for We Defy um, Foundation Seminar. And it was awesome. Everybody was super stoked. Um, everybody had a good time. Super good, super amazing cause. And so I think it'd be awesome to uh, talk about We Defy Foundation and let the people know if they don't already know um, what it is. So, Joey, you're you're the president of the... Yes, yes. Um, the, the head honcho? I am the man in charge, as they say. Um, uh, myself, um, Professor Alan Chabarro, uh, Tier 1 Training Facility in McKinney, Texas. I, I came to him a few years ago and started training jiu-jitsu there. My daughter brought my family in and um, saw the benefits uh, personally for myself. And so he and I were just on the mats training and, and the mutual give and take that comes back not only from, from myself, but also from the instructors being able to take part in watching the growth of these um, combat veterans coming back and starting their jiu-jitsu journey. Um, it, it's amazing to watch the relationships that they grow and develop out of it. And so what we saw was an opportunity. And what we saw was a lot of veterans out there who needed help in some way. Um, and we were trying to find that avenue, that path, right? That, that opportunity that's not, <clears throat> not taking away from anyone else, but it's not, we're not going to give them something. Uh, we're going to give them an opportunity. We're going to give them an opportunity to come in and start putting their lives back in order, you know, one day at a time on the mats, um, gaining their confidence back, um, training jujitsu and learn and reintegrating back into society, rolling and training with, um, you know, the local firefighters and police officers and teachers and stuff that are in the gym and, and creating this environment where uh, they're, they're rebuilding and forming that second family since they've lost their ones from the military. Um, so we got together and uh, we saw jujitsu as the avenue to do that. And so we started the We Defy Foundation. Um, and, and what we do is we provide scholarships or, or training opportunities for combat disabled veterans to begin training in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. We, we get them uniforms and we cover the cost of their, their training um, for one year uh, so that they can start these journey. And, and what we do is we reach out as an organization, as a foundation, and we, we search out schools. We have them apply and we go through a process, uh, get them on board, and then we have the veterans who apply as well. And then we marry the two together, uh, make sure it's a good fit, and then we get the veterans in training jiu-jitsu. And um, we, we cover the cost of that so that all the veteran has to do is show up uh, and train jiu-jitsu. So did you know Alan before you brought your daughter in to train? I did not. Uh, funny story. Um, so when I moved to back to Dallas, when I moved to Dallas, Texas, I was driving around trying to find furniture at different places, and I drove by this, this sign that was hanging up, and it said, Tier 1 Training Facility. It didn't say Jiu-Jitsu. didn't say anything else. It said Tier 1 Training Facility. And I was like, who in the hell does this guy think he is? Tier 1, you know, he plays video games. It was CrossFit. You know, it was all this other kind of stuff. I'm like... And I'm just, I was just livid because, you know, someone just wanted to name their place something cool. They had no idea what the hell they were doing, know what tier one means, don't know what they're talking about. They just want a cool name and a cool symbol, you know. And then so I started doing research online, you know, Google search, trying to find jujitsu gyms for my daughter. 
And that's when I got onto the tier one website and I read Alan's bio. And from that moment on, I was like, well, yeah, this guy knows what he's talking about. And so immediately went in, uh, brought my daughter in and then come to find out that uh, Alan is, is special forces, uh, U.S. Army special forces. So he spent time at Fort Bragg and I was with the 82nd military police. And so I spent time at Fort Bragg. And so we were deployed. We were at Fort Bragg at the same time. We were deployed overseas in Iraq at the same time. We had a lot in common. Uh, so we hit it off right from the beginning, but my jujitsu journey didn't start for a couple of months after that. Um, and then when it did, it's just been um, uh, amazing from the from the very start. Um, how much growth and change I've seen, and all in in a positive way. Brian Marvin, how'd you get involved in in We Defy? So we were doing some. Um, I met Alan. I'd known about Alan a little bit. Um, and I competed against him in the Houston Open probably 2000, was it 15, 2016, something like that. And uh, after that, like he and I had never really even talked before. I, I reffed, oh, that's what it was. I reffed his match with uh, Ray Casillas the year before. So I knew who the guy was and I'd seen, you know, tier one and army stuff. So I knew he was army and uh, seen he was special force and everything like that. So. The next year we competed against each other and I kind of introduced myself to him like, hey, my name's Brian, I was in the Army too. And he's like, hey, go kick rocks. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'll just be over here in the corner. <laughs> and so, um, you know, later on. Uh, that and then uh, we really started to uh, start communicating after that and developed a friendship. And, uh, I w- you know, I was obviously in the Army for 20 years and anything that I could do to give back to veterans and things like that. So he and I started doing seminars with a few other people with mission 22. And then, uh, after we had done those for like a year, two years, I mean, we've been doing seminars pretty much every month for a long time with mission 22. And then when, uh, the we defy foundation came around, I mean, it was already started a little bit after we had, started seminars with uh, Mission 22, We Defy Foundation came around and specific to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and combat disabled veterans. And uh, I was like, hey, I'd, I'd love to be a part of that too. You know, Mission 22 uh, does a, a lot of things, but with the We Defy Foundation, it's specific to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and treating combat disabled veterans through the vehicle of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Like Mission 22 actually uses we defy right as part of the treatment is yes. that an accurate thing to say yes they we are their brazilian jiu-jitsu treatment plan uh they they have a lot of different things they have a hyperbaric chamber in north carolina they have uh, a couple other things that they do they've got a, uh, a lot of things that are out there to bring awareness and then they've transitioned into treatment but with the we defy foundation we are specifically with treatment um, obviously bringing awareness, but what we're trying to do is take those combat disabled veterans that are not engaged in something. Joey said it great today, you know, um, want to get back part of that team, um, are not in the shape that they were. They want to get back into, they haven't found what they can do to reintegrate back into that. They need motivation and, you know, you train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I do, Joey does. And what we have found is, you know, that's that teamwork, that camaraderie that they have the ability to have now 
get integrated back into that with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Have somebody hold them accountable. Hey, man, why weren't you at class today? Or, hey, let's let's work on this drill and have a personal relationship with another person that's got your best interest in mind while still learning a skill and an art of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which, you know, every person that has been in any military branch learns some type of combatives or um, fighting. You know, obviously it's the military, so we're a fighting force. And uh, getting back on that team style atmosphere is, is something that the We Defy Foundation does. Yeah, so I was going to say teamwork, teamwork and family. Like you were talking about earlier, you know, Port City is we're a family. We come in, we train together, we hang out afterwards, we spend time together, and they have that in the military. You know, they're 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 held accountable every day. They're told what to wear, where what to eat, where to be, what time to be there, and then all of a sudden, the you know, a, a travesty strikes, and, and then they're severely injured. You know, the support system is still there, but it's not in the same way. And so then they have to, you know, they transition out from the military. They only have to deal with the, the trauma and the stress of what's happened to them. But then they have to try to figure out how to live life again. Um, and that support system has been pulled away from them. Um, and, and, and getting back on the mats and training jujitsu is a perfect opportunity because, you know, for anyone that served in the military, law enforcement, any kind of first responder stuff, they're going to tell you that a certain bond gets formed. You know, when you go through that pressure and stressful situation with somebody else and you can look at them and say, I trust you to have my back. I, I, I know you're going to be there for me. You've been there before. You know, we're going to go through this together. You know, this bond forms. Um, and then that bond is ripped away through the military whenever they get injured. And they come back and they start training jujitsu. Initially, it's for themselves. Hey, get back in here. Let's get you in shape. Let's get your confidence built back up. But what we've seen is all these other residual effects that happen. And they start building that team. They start building that family back. And that's a huge, huge part of what we do that I think gets overlooked because people hear Brazilian jiu-jitsu and they think it's a bunch of people in pajamas rolling around the ground trying to choke each other. And, you know, what's funny about that is, too, is, you know, there are a lot of people in veterans of the military that have been training jiu-jitsu for a long time and so when a combat disabled veteran comes into that room they they're instantly going to find somebody that they can bond with um we've got like even at my my gym down in outside of houston uh i've got law enforcement military i mean every walk of life that you can imagine but a veteran walks in that place they're going to relate to somebody that's in there it's not like they're just walking into a place and starting something fresh for a new time and having to meet new people from new lifestyles. You know, they're going to meet somebody that's probably right along the same lines that they've been through and can relate to anything that they've dealt with. You know, if you guys mind, let me uh, could you clear it up a little bit? So you were saying before, uh, you know, after the seminar that even just in the Houston area, there's there's a number of places to go. Right. Yeah, there's so, a. Well, I guess the question would be then, so using sort of a, a, an example of, of maybe somebody who's coming back, someone who's been hurt or for whatever reason is now a candidate for this kind of situation, they're going to reach out. Mission 22 is this, this sort of uh, tent, right, uh, with a bunch of ideas uh, trying to help these people coming back, right? And then We Defy is focused on the jujitsu aspect of that. Am I am I getting this straight? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, I just want to make sure because we you guys are going over it, you know, in pretty good detail, but just on the high level. So then someone comes in and you're going to set them up. I thought something, uh, you know, uh, Joe, that you said before um, at the seminar really struck me, which was like these are people who have a really set schedule as a part of the military, and then just getting out and dealing with not having that set schedule, right? Also. You know, I'd imagine I'm certainly not from the military. I, I, I just 
you know know things from what I hear from uh, from my friends and the people around me. But I'd imagine then you have another of these set of responsibilities, right? You know, family responsibilities and a lot of unfairness and all these things. Then on top of that, obviously the physical aspect and all that. One of the things that I wonder if one of the great things for for a lot of people for jujitsu training. There's no cell phones. Like, it's all off. Like, everything stopped. You know, you're just there. And that's one thing that I found when I started training jiu-jitsu was, you know, I was I was still active duty when I started jiu-jitsu. And uh, it was just a great stress relief for me. Because when I went to train, anything that I was dealing with during the day stopped when I started training. I wasn't yeah. thinking about anything other than right then, right there, what I was doing. And when I left there, it's not like I would go back to those, that stress. It would like, I would not need to, you know, it would take all the stress, all the anxiety away. And I could like continue on with what I was doing and not have to go back to those thoughts or that stress or anxiety. Well, I mean, there's, there's that weird thing that everybody who trains knows where we just ignore the fact that you're legitimately killing somebody right now when you choke the shit out of them. Like, you're going, here we go. Now, you're just not going to die because of me, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there's right. a lot of trust going on. And as a result, you know, you, you make a, a special friendship or whatever. You connect with people on a number of levels. But I do think that it's possible that it's certainly, for me, certainly a lot of people that leaving there, like, the fact that maybe the garbage didn't go out really doesn't affect matter as much anymore you know maybe i'm simplifying it well and so think of it this way though and it's it's part of it is the trust value that gets built into it right so combat veteran comes back you know every little trash bag on the side of the road every loud noise everything sets them off right triggers okay then they come back and they have to go into a gym and there's 50 people in this gym and everyone's rolling around sweating yelling screaming everyone's really close quarters there's someone on top of you you can't really move you can't you know that's an extremely stressful situation even for those that have never even been in combat okay so you take that aspect of it and you go you know what i'm going to trust you to get on top of me and wrap your arms around my throat right and then when i tap you you're going to stop and that's why it's so important that we're looking for the right academies to become certified training centers. It's not just everybody that's out there can can be a and it's not we're not taking away, but we have to find the right environment for veterans to go to. So it I mean it's an application process for a certified training center through the We Defy Foundation to become one of those. So it's not like somebody can just apply and like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you can be one too. That's great. Because we what we don't want to do is send a veteran into a a bad environment or, or something that will be confrontational to them. That's actually not going to help them, you know, and, and we're not trying to be judge, jury and executioner with the training training academies that apply, but we have to make sure it's the right fit. Well, you're offering a service here, right? Protecting the service. That makes sense. You know, I mean, you got to know who you're sending these the people to, right? Yeah. I'm sure you get reports back and you follow how people are going. And the thing about it is, as as much as we've traveled, competed, done seminars, we have a pretty big network of friends that we've made. I mean, we talked about it today. I met Jay and Mr. Tortuga over here um, a year, almost exactly a year ago at the Pan Ams. We were training Chris Howder's uh, garage, and that's how I met those guys. And then and the so, next day at Show Your Roll. And then, like, then, yeah, then the next day at Show Your Roll. Right. But, uh, 
you know, so it, it's a network of people. And, you know, one of the things I talked to Jay Mansfield about is, hey, you know, sometimes we need help on the East Coast. I can't do every seminar. Alan Shabaro can't do every seminar. So, hey, would, would you want to do something like this? If we had something on the East Coast I couldn't go to, I haven't even talked to Joey about this yet. Hey, Joey, I'm talking to you about it right now. He's, hey, a, gr- he's a great instructor, man. You're right. He's yeah. how it goes. And you don't need he's to ask great. Jay. Just tell him where to be. And right. Just do, yeah. just do it. Right. The yeah. caboose. And so <laughs> that's the inside story. And so, um, you know, I talked to Jay about, you know, I've known Jay for a while. I've talked to him for a little bit. I'm like, hey, if we need help, you know, as an instructor in the seminar and, you know, we've got something set up and either I can't go to it or I can, but I need help. Would you be willing to help out with that? And he's like, yes, absolutely. I'd be honored to do that, which is great because, you know, there there are a short number of us and there are a lot of people that want to do something for the foundation or for veterans in themselves. And so, you know, having people that we can rely on that are good people, human beings, are what it's about. Go ahead, Jay. Well, and the best, one of the best thing. Well, one of the things I like so much about the foundation is how cyclical it is. I, and I touched on it earlier. That's how a it's, big word. I, well, you know, I'll get you a thesaurus later, <laughs> or a dictionary, or both. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You know, the instructors He's get something. Googling it right yeah, now. Yeah, he is. He is. It, yeah. So How do you spell that? It means circle. C-Y. It means things oh, come back oh, around. Cycle. Oh, got cyclical. It, got it, okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So, anyway, um, you know, the instructors, how much the instructors benefit, right, from doing this? You know, they, they, they're they giving back in their community. Um, they're, they're helping part of the team. They're, they're helping veterans. It's, it's beneficial. It's a two way street, right? We're not just taking veterans out and giving them a handout and saying, here you go. Thanks for what you did. And then turning away and going back to work and doing the next thing. No, we're putting in time and effort, but we're getting something out of it too. And then and myself traveling, doing, helping Ryan out, just being part of, I mean, I didn't coach today or teach or anything, but I was just part of the seminar and got to meet and shake people's hands and thank them and roll with them. And that was, that was amazing to me, you know, to get to do that and get to meet great people like yourselves and spend time with you. You know, that's what's what it's all about. But so when the, when these instructors in the school and they step up and they want to help out, you know, they're, they're also helping out their own community. They're helping out their own veterans because they're, they're weed to five foundation training facilities, right? So the money that was raised today for the seminar is going to go help towards getting a veteran directly from your community into your school training. So it's, it's a pay it forward, give it back kind of thing. It just keeps going around in a circle. We just need more people to get involved, more people to see it, understand the benefits of it and want to help and figure out a way to make it so they can happen. Yeah, without blowing smoke into it, too, I was saying before to some of the guys uh, from the, you know, who are at the seminar that it's really easy to get, um, it's really easy to get cynical about whatever, charities, fundraising, that kind of stuff. But this is, uh, it, it's a knockout for me, you know, looking into what it is that you're doing. You guys aren't taking paychecks out of this. You're getting out of here. You're doing the seminars. You're putting the people there. And that's the whole circle. You can see the whole circle, the money that comes in, it goes out. We're done. It's crazy good it's 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 amazing and uh for those people who maybe are still a little cynical about it just look it up go to weedify foundation.org and it's right there and uh these are the guys these are the guys that are talking on that uh, that uh you know on that website and here you are right now so it's the real deal it's uh it's an uh, it feels to me like an immediate um something that i can do with the cash that i'm putting into it or the time or whatever that is going to have an immediate effect rather than just sort of this big giant you know bank account or something what are you getting a lot of people like combat wounded veterans that are coming to you and i'm glad you brought that up actually yes so we um we've been doing this now for a couple years and um, we're having a little bit of turnover but the reality of it is there's that we have a greater need 
then we have the ability to help at this point right now. We've got 100, right at a little over 100 veterans training across the United States. We're at 150, 160 schools across the United States. Um, but I've got veterans. I've, I'm up around 60 to close to 70 veterans right now waiting to train. So let me just explain the way the process works so we're completely clear and everyone understands. Right? We, we have the training facilities. Uh, a lot of it's word of mouth. A lot of people who know, talk, train, see the patches. Someone knows, someone knows, Brian knows Alan, whatever the case may be. Hey, that's great. I love your mission. They talk to him at a tournament. I want to get on board. What can I do to help? Go to the website and apply. They apply. We go through the vet process. We find out or the vetting process. Okay, this person has the desire, the ability. They want to put in the time and effort. They're great. They're upstanding in the community. They have resources. They have the school. They have everything we need to make sure we can get a veteran in the correct environment like Brian was talking about earlier. Then we have veterans, said veteran, it gets out. And he goes to the VA and he's trying all these different programs or whatever. And he finds out about the foundation. So he lives in Portsmouth, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, whatever. Anyway, Portsmouth, Portsmouth, Connecticut, 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 Portsmouth, Delaware. New Hampshire is like God's country. Uh, it's part, it's a part of God. I'm not going to tell you which part it is. So anyway, it's beautiful up here. I mean, I, the, as we were driving right through this town, whatever it is right here. Exeter was what we just drove. Through. Exeter with yeah. that like little like waterfall creek thing, oh, and then yeah. like all the old houses. I was driving by. There was like a sign that said Abraham Lincoln sp spoke here, and I'm like, man, yeah. just the history of this area is just like amazing. Yeah. That the history. I mean, and so the veterans are flocking here to retire. I wouldn't go that far. Okay. So anyway, tax free New Hampshire. Shut up. No sales tax. No uh, state income tax. Yep. Okay. Man, maybe I need to move here. Oh, yeah. 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 You got to toughen up a little bit before yeah, you move here. Way too cold. Way too much snow, snow up here for me. So anyway, so a veteran retires, moves back home. Let's say, right? And he's back here, and he's in, and he's in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, right? And and he finds out about our program. Well, a buddy of his, he's at a bar drinking, and he got done training jujitsu, and he comes out and he goes, "Yeah, man, you should come train jujitsu." Veteran, whatever, comes in, sees the flag, whatever, talks to someone, meets someone, and sees it, and goes, "Wow, this is an opportunity." So then they go to the website, and then they apply, and then we vet them as well you know make sure they served in the military that they did time in combat that they have a disability rating that they're that they're on the level for what they're looking for and then we pair the two together okay we've got this gym in your area that you can go check out and they go there they meet the head instructor they talk to them and if it's a good fit sometimes it's not it's just the way it is right but most of the time it is it's a good fit and and then from that point on the instructor says yes the veteran athlete says yes Boom, you're good to go. The check gets written. But so here's the thing. Where I'm out fundraising, I'm trying to raise money to pay for these veterans' tuitions. Because it's a one-year scholarship, I don't release or we don't release veterans until that entire year's worth. So I can cover that veteran for one entire year, hands down, is what gets raised. And then we release those athletes, right? Oh, so we've got over 100 training right now across the United States. I've got another 60 to 70 waiting to train because I have to raise that money. So it's $1,875 for one year of training. Now, if you look at therapy, as therapy goes, okay, <laughs> as therapy goes, right, this. Yeah. they will dump millions of dollars into programs, hoping that they're going to be beneficial, right? Not knowing or being 100% sure or it's extremely experimental or whatever the case may be. I've been through a couple of them myself. Not even millions, hundreds of thousands of dollars. So if you just take the numbers that I just laid out to you, we'll say 70. We'll say 60 on the low end. So i got 60 veterans wanting to train. We'll even up it from 1875 to 2000, right? So that's 100. If, you, if I had a check right now for $120,000, I could get those 60 veterans training today for an entire year in something that is going to save their lives hands down guaranteed. That's, that's actually cheap as shit. 
I mean, Thank what you. I mean is like it's cheap as shit, but from my perspective, so I'll take the sort of the play the civilian sure, perspective. It, it's like, it. okay, so this guy doesn't get what he needs. Like maybe things go shitty. Maybe they go sour. I mean, maybe there's a problem in the community. Maybe, you know, whatever. Maybe maybe this just doesn't end up well. I mean, this seems like the, the most simple, logical, <laughs> easy way to get somebody into, you know, you guys are, are already vetting the environments. You're, you know where you're sending them. And we're talking about a you're year. Just put, make him give him a couple of, couple of friends, a couple of, you know, yeah, but guys we're to beat so on. It's we're, a good we're, thing. It is, man. We're talking about a year. We're not, ta- we're not talking like, about a weekend yeah. where I'm going to take you to a football game and you're going to get to meet some players and get a football sign, and then guess what? Sunday comes and rolling around, you go back home and you go back to your house and no yeah. one's calling you and checking on you. I'm talking about an entire year here for uh, 2000 bucks. Like, yeah, I like what both of you guys said too, which is that the instructor's going, hey, uh, see you on Tuesday, right? You know, you're going to be here on Tuesday, right? And then you, they're Tuesday. I mean, I'm not talking about from the military point of view. I'm talking about anybody. I mean, that's one of the greatest things about this whole thing anyway is that it's this simple structure. Mm-hmm. Plus, you get to watch all your buddies get better and you're not getting better because you didn't go. And, and, and okay, It's I'm, awesome, right? I'm not going to toot my own horn, okay, but maybe a little bit. Be honest because you guys were there, right? You didn't serve in the military, but you were there. Right. I, I screwed around a little with you and I definitely rolled with you, right? Yep, yep. So tell me from your perspective what it was like seeing someone like myself and Brian in the gym doing jujitsu, rolling with you guys training. Fucking great. I, I mean, there's there's no question about it. For me, oh, I guess I'm a triple, so maybe yeah. clarify because there's no pictures up or anything, but I'm a triple amputee. I've got one arm. Uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu blue belt. I've been doing jiu-jitsu for three you and a half three years. three quarters of the other one. Three quarters. It, it, it still says on my thing, triple amputee. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you said you got one arm though. but I, you got, have, yeah, I got three fingers and a thumb, bro. Yeah, that's right. that's, that's true. my new jujitsu fight name. Three, three fingers, three fingers and a thumb. thumb. Yeah. That could be like a record. <laughs> that's your name. walkout name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I'm sorry. I just so you guys know, I got one freaking arm. Okay, go ahead. No, I mean it's uh, well, I don't know exactly where you're going, but I'll just give you the answer. First off, totally legit. Number two, the the instruction that's coming down. Don't not even forget about where we even start with. We defy this instruction that's coming down is world class. Number three, that instruction was hitting my buttons dead on. Because it was great. But rolling with you is a trip. It's a personal trip. It's a good trip. Right. That's what I'm saying. So, so, so you have these schools across the United States. You know, you got your teachers, you got your firefighters, you whatever. They're in their training, and they're looking for that inspiration you were talking about. Right? It's fucking crazy. They it's, get to their blue. They get there. Oh, yeah. man, I'm, I'm, I've been training for two and a half years. You know, I know everything or whatever the case may be. I'm about to be done. And then all of a sudden, the banner goes up in the school. Yeah. And the head instructor stands up and says, hey, we're going to start supporting this program. It helps veterans across the United States, but specifically within our community. So if you know anyone, you bring them into the gym. Two weeks later, a guy shows up looking like me or whatever and yeah. comes in you can tell physically or mentally that that person has issues and they come in they start training and you want to help and you get involved and so you yeah hey man let's roll let's train yeah you want to drill whatever you want what do you need i'm here for you and that growth and that and you see it and that inspiration hits you and it it's it's i'm telling you man it, it's there's there's no downside to what we do there's no downside there's at all and you guys are making it legit by showing up i mean there you are i mean on top of all this you're you're showing up to these places and saying Hi, we're here. We're doing this right now. Let's do it. Some of the guys, we did a raffle afterwards. I won't call anybody out, but some people stood the hell up with their money. Like, uh, that is not like a typical raffle. It's not like, hey, we're, you know, we're going to get some mats. Yeah. You know, maybe give me 20 bucks. A couple of the guys, we did an auction at the end and just blew out the paycheck. Like, it was just because it's the right thing to do. It's, you feel like you're, you're there and you guys are 
selling it for real. Yeah, and that's why I talked about earlier about not everybody can be. It's like I said, it's nothing against the instructor, it's nothing against the academy, it's nothing. Not everybody can be a certified training center because Joey comes in with one arm, and that instructor goes, "What do I do with this guy?" And it's a process. You know, I, I got a I got a message the other day that somebody was referred to me. They had a combat disabled veteran walk into their academy. He's got one arm and one leg on opposite sides of the body, and they want to t- they want to train this guy. And they and they said, "Hey, do you have any resources that I can use?" I was like, "Yeah, man, I'll help you a hundred percent." It's almost like jujitsu, even like uh, like jujitsu. I feel like is like problem solving anyway. But like when we're over drilling techniques, and you and I are working trying to figure out it's it's almost like jujitsu intensified like it becomes even better problem solving like man i only got this one limb like how am i going to make this choke work but see I mean, that's that's the therapy yeah. yeah i was teaching today and joey's like hey i'm working on this thing tell me if you think that's it, that this is this i'm like yeah i wouldn't pause necessarily <laughs> right, there. i right. keep moving with that but then right on to the next thing i mean i've, I've got people that when every time I'm with Joey, he's like, I'm working on this new thing and he'll be working on it and we'll make little adjustments. And Alan has showed him one thing and, you know, Alan says it too. I brought it up today. I'm going to show you a way, not the way. And there's no one way to do everything in jujitsu. I might have a different view on it. You might have a different view on it. Joey's got a different view or everybody's got a different, different abilities. And to be able to marry that with, ooh, you see what I did there? Yeah. To be able to marry that with an instructor who can have the patience and take the time to take this combat disabled veteran and integrate them into a team and help them gain confidence by doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I mean, that's what we're trying to do. Well, okay, so let me ask you. So from a black belt standpoint, someone that's been teaching arm bars and chokes for how many years now? A bunch. Okay, to the same people, the same techniques, the same. I mean, you've modified, you've grown, you've added, whatever. I get it, but jujitsu, jujitsu, right? You got your formula, you X, Y, Z it, and there you go, right? Then someone like me comes in and goes, "Hey, coach, hey, I want to, I want to, I want to darse choke somebody. Can you show me how to do that? How how can we figure it out? Because someone who puts a darse choke on with one arm or two arms and no legs or whatever, it's right. it's, a, it's an equation that doesn't end. But what does that do for you as an instructor who's been doing jujitsu for a long time? It makes me better. Big time. Yeah, 100%. Because now I have to think. Well, I mean, I think all the time. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Maybe not. But And your you enthusiasm. Know, yeah. But I have to I have to problem solve. I'm like, okay, how can we make this work? Like, I, we've got the end goal. We've got the starting point. Now let's get this stuff in the middle together to make the end thing work. And sometimes you have to move here. You may have to move there. You have to see what that person can do and then go from there. And sometimes it may not work, but you find other things that may. Um, the the one of the happiest jujitsu moments that I've had is when I saw Joey win a fight. What was it last year? Was yeah, it, it was San Antonio? San Antonio Austin, 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 last summer. Yeah, the Austin Open. It's like one of the happiest moments. And another happy moment that I had was when a a buddy of mine that trains at uh, at Draculino's gym at Greasy Baja, Texas, double amputee. Uh, Johnny Boy got a freaking awesome takedown in the Houston Open. Dude's got just like Joey, no legs. Takes this guy down with an ankle pick, mm-hmm. gets on top, and I'm like screaming at the top of my lungs. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome to see people have that confidence, know they have that ability, and it's because of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. You know, they giving them something to pour their energy into and watching them just go, wow, I can do this. Because it must like, I mean, I have no experience in this, obviously, but 
when you become a triple amputee, your your mind's probably not thinking like, man, I could be taking people down and wrestling. No, right? of course I'm, not. Your confidence is completely ripped away, and that's another thing that comes back. I mean, that when, when we started, when Alan and I started, one of the things that was that. that I'm listen. I'm stubborn as shit. Anyways, people ask me all the time. Hey, you know, you have such a great attitude. Hey, you deal with this. You know, you're such a good no, positive. You don't. <laughs> I, I know, and I'm like, eh, not really. I'm just I'm stubborn as shit, man. You tell me I can't do something. I'm gonna try to figure out how to make it happen. And when it and so Alan, when we started training together before the foundation really got started, a lot of it was I'm not gonna treat you any differently. I'm going to push you just as hard as the rest of the students. I'm going to expect the same thing out of you as I do the rest of my students. And we're going to, but I'm going to be there right beside you. We're going to figure this out together, but you got to come in and do it and put in the effort and put in the work and blah, 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 you know, whatever's going to happen from there. And, you know, my, I remember my first group class, man, I was absolutely petrified, petrified. I thought everyone was going to treat me with kid gloves. No one was going to, no one was going to roll really hard with me. Yeah. They were choking me out every 30 seconds, smashing me into the mat, choke. Hey, don't put your arm here arm bar tap choke 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 and smiling the whole time i'm not gonna drink that <laughs> Uh-oh. what's the matter with the water this okay. is moonshine uh, we're kind of jumping off uh-huh. no there's a there's a bug in there <laughs> it's a stink hey, bug so too. here's the thing right that uh and this is before i ever met you joey but like so i don't know a few months ago i went down to new york on long island wrong conkama wrong conkama and, and that was the first time i'd ever met alan shibaro and he was showing um, a fireman's takedown that he'd been working on with you. Yeah. And I'm like, man, it blew my mind, right? For two reasons. And one of them was it helped me a lot just to see how he was doing it. And I hadn't, didn't really know, I knew your situation. but sure. I, So I'm trying to adapt that thing to me because like I'm a short guy and I have a hard time with the fireman's and I'm like using that lapel. And we also, he wasn't there today, but we have a guy who lost a leg um, from cancer. And so I'm always trying to like figure out like how Absolutely. to adapt stuff for him. And I came back and I was like, you got to think about doing this. See, that's maybe. what I'm saying, man, is it is an instructor or someone within a school, you know, having these veterans in your school is nothing but beneficial. It helps them out. It helps you out. Um, it, it, it reinvigorates that love that you have for jujitsu and problem solving. And it's not the same arm bar over and over and over again. It's like, this guy's got one arm. We got to figure out how we're going to create the leverage and whatever the case may be. And I want to be clear too, that in it, well, uh, touch on something really quickly. Uh, we were going back talking about training and stuff is one of the, one of our goals when we started out doing this, and it was something that was in, in an enlightenment that I had that was given to me through Alan was that we didn't want to take, combat disabled veterans and shove them in a corner with other combat disabled veterans and say, you guys are going to do your jujitsu over here. Right. And the rest of us are going to go over here and train. Yeah, exactly. No, not at all. That is not what we're looking to do. I want to be able, and I take pride in it. I take pride in the fact that I can take someone with four limbs and no other issues and choke the crap out of them because that, that's that confidence aspect that gets built into it. Not getting treated differently. We don't want to be treated differently. We don't want to be treated with kid gloves. You know, we want someone to come in and say, I respect you for your skills, regardless of your situation. We all want that as human beings, right? We all want to be treated with respect. And so going in, working hard, training, wanting to get better, and then seeing those results like Brian was talking about is an immediate, immediate benefit and boost to your mental state, period, across the board. 
right? And so that was one of the things that stuck with me was them choking the crap out of me my first day and then hugging me and saying, I'm here for you. Anytime you ever need it, we'll work on it. Okay, come back tomorrow. All right, I'll be here. Teach me how to not get choked every 30 seconds. Okay, whatever the case may be. And then when, you know, the, the best sensation ever is like Brian's saying, when you catch that first submission or you get that first competition win or you get that next belt level and you know that you've earned it, right? I, I take pride in fighting against other non-disabled individuals personally. And because You're also wicked good at it, just let me tell you right there. No. I was, when I said rolling with you a trip, uh, rolling with you is a trip, don't read anything into that. It was, sure. a, it was a trip in that I'm going, you know what? Let's just roll. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to, let's just fucking roll. Let's see what happens. Yep. Right? And a lot of shit happened too in that roll. It was yeah. great. That's what I mean by it's a trip. Like, I would say maybe 10 seconds in, that was about the last time I tried to think of a strategy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just said, you know what? Whatever works is going to keep working. Yeah. So let's go for it. Yeah. I mean, I can't, you know, uh, I, I, let me throw this out. It's going to be a little, uh, I'll just preface it by George loves this kind of shit. But, oh boy, here we go. I think everybody, and uh, certainly, uh, I'm not making a, a an equivalency between. There's another big word between uh, between what 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 it is that you've dealt with in your life and anyone else. I think I can make a, a sort of an equivalency by saying everybody carries some bullshit around, mm-hmm. right? And so it may not be, you know, easily. Uh, uh, it's easy to see some of the things that you've had to deal with just from being in the room with you. But a lot of people, you can't. I think that all the shit you're putting down right now flows right over into that it certainly did for me i mean i came into this whole thing a very different person you know and yeah uh, all that shit still works whether it's a physical thing or a mental thing or it's baggage or it's your past or history or or bad compulsions bad friends bad family whatever or some shit that you were just really unfair shit happens or whatever man this this seems to smooth that shit over it seems to say you know what everybody in here is carrying something again i don't mean to make an equivalency no. but uh yeah I, I see it the same way i see it the same way man i, I really do i still got bills to pay i still have kids yeah. to worry about you know i still have the regular everyday crap that everybody else has to deal with yeah. so i don't take anything away from anybody that has any issues and problems or what's going on with their with them in their lives and if i can help out and i will i always say if, if anything because my, my my injuries are visible right anyone can look at me and just immediately they're like okay this guy probably served in the military and he had something traumatic happen to him but you know i don't carry myself that way i tell someone give me five minutes in a room and you'll forget i'm in a wheelchair which is um, true yeah. yeah, I mean, but that's just that's just my personality. I don't give a shit. And if I make it laugh and joke and get you comfortable, then all of a sudden you don't care anymore. And then we're moved past it. And let's hey, let's talk about life. Right. What's going on with you? But um, everyone has bad days. I still have the same issues that everyone else has. You know, I just have to do it from a different position than everyone else does. But it's my life. Your life is your life and you deal with it your way and I deal with it my way. But the best part about it is, like you said, is we can come together on the mats and we can help each other. We can help each other move through and past that kind of stuff. Jiu-jitsu is therapy. Jiu-jitsu is therapy, period. There, there is nothing like it on the world because not only are you exerting yourself physically, you are dealing with mental things that are going on at a high rate. And so combining those two together gives you a, 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 a release um, from, the, from everything that's going on and puts you in a place where you can come back to your life and the problems in your life eventually and deal with them from a much, more, uh, a much better standpoint. 
Yeah, and that's got to flow right through, whether it's somebody coming back from combat or anyone else there. But yeah, I can absolutely see what you're saying for the in the in your case for uh, for returning veterans. So does the VA know about We Defy? So they have heard about us. But here's the deal with the VA, okay? Because the VA is governmentally regulated, because it is a governmental ent- entity. Um, for us to work together with them, they they have to have a certain amount of control over what we do. I am not okay with that. It doesn't mean that we won't ever work with them, but what it means for me is it'll be from our standpoint, not theirs. Um, I will not take this program, or we will not, and this is my viewpoint. I'm Brian can speak to his own personal experiences. I will not let someone else take this away and change it into something that it is not. It is not about profit. It is not about branding. It is not about anything else other than how many veterans we can help, period, across the United States. And I, I'm not going to be on, like, if Pepsi Cola wants to give me a million dollars, but the, everyone's got to wear Pepsi Cola rash guards, hell no. Hell no. I'm going to help as many veterans as I can, but guess what? You're going to do it because you know it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, you saw it today. You saw it flip around today. You know, I'm sure there's a bunch of guys who yeah. came in. And it's slow growth, and it is yeah. what it is, and I understand that. And I trust me, I wish I could help everyone tomorrow. Um, but in the end, you know, I always say if anything bad can come out of what happened to me is that it's going to help change someone else's life and someone else's perspective, and that's what we're trying to do with the foundation. I talk to someone every single day, Mol- s- probably not as much as Joey because Joey no, gains attention everywhere he goes, but I talk to somebody multiple times a day, like nonstop about the We Defy Foundation, and a lot of it is clearing up. I was on the phone last night with a guy in California clearing up what We Defy Foundation is and what they do and and how the program works and what, you know, prove them wrong, you know, doing those things, what the We Defy Foundation can help veterans with. And after speaking with them, I mean, it clears up a lot of things like, oh, well, I thought it was this or, oh, I wasn't sure about that. Or, oh, oh, I thought we had to do this, or I heard this, or I heard that. Because, you know, we've got a hundred and some academies around the United States. Still, there's there's not a lot of, and we're, we're getting better at it now, but we've got a lot of crosstalk between people that are in the, in the foundation, but expanding out, finding the right people. And so, on a daily basis, trying to, people want to give back. And I think we talked about it a little bit earlier. People want to give back. They want to do things to support veterans, but they have to find the right place. They don't want to give money to CEOs of a an industry or you know For people s- to stay in fancy hotels yeah. and drive around and yeah, and have a great house and and do things. You know, I don't take a salary. Joey doesn't take a salary. Alan doesn't take a salary. No bo- no board members take a salary for anything in the We Defy Foundation. of the money goes back to helping veterans get treatment through Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Or, you know, we have to travel to places like this. So, I mean, some of it is is our money that we put in. Some of it is a little bit of the foundation's money. But that money doesn't go to... You're not flying business class. No. My big my big ass is in the middle seat on two flights going back to Texas tomorrow morning, like in the middle, like 
And I I'm gonna I'm gonna thank book. Alan for booking say, my flight. I, I didn't book those flights. I'm gonna thank Alan for booking my middle seats in both of those flights. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, we're you know I'm I'm driving a Kia something out there that gets great gas mileage, taking Joey everywhere. Yeah, he we went, went from you know New York out here to do the seminar. You know, trying to talk to schools and get in, uh, them interested and involved in what's going on, what we're doing, the mission, explaining it to them, showing up in person. You know, letting them know, hey, we're we're for real. We're not going to send you an email. I mean, you know, I say, hey, come join us. Give us money. We're fantastic. Here's what we do. Go to our website. No, we're going to come shake your hand, look you in the eye, show you what we do, you know, and, and, and show you that we're going to be there for you and help you get these veterans in and get them training, you know. Yeah, you're saying it better than I did before, but that's what I mean by you're selling it for real. Here you are right now. You guys can't be super not tired right now. <laughs> You've been traveling. And oh, I'm exhausted. Like yeah, <laughs> but but you get done with the whole thing. Joey's driving. You got a, you know, you got a a, a mediocre uh, uh, piece of chow after this because we didn't pick the best restaurant in the whole world. And here you are sitting in the barn doing the podcast, still going at it. So, there will, yeah. I mean, uh, and, and to be honest with you, this is something I've actually uh, learned from from Brian myself. Um, is I'm extremely passionate and love what I do. I mean, I found my true calling, and 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 not only for myself and what I get back from. But getting emails from veterans who say, you know, man, like last week I had a gun in my mouth and, yeah. and not to be, you know, throwing it out there, but it's the truth. Yeah. You know, and then and then I saw, you know, someone told me about your foundation. I applied and I started training two weeks ago and or a week ago and, and it saved my life, man. And, and that when you hear that kind of stuff, it's just like, hell, this weekend was a blast. I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'll sleep next okay. week. I don't care. I'll find, I'll figure it out right now yeah. is the time to be here living in this moment, doing this and, and celebrating, enjoying what we do. Yeah. I mean, anybody who's into Facebook, uh, Brazilian jujitsu knows that a lot of people say jujitsu saved my life. And these are not people who have had a gun in their mouth. These are just people going, it helped me turn around. It helped me keep, you know, keep my head out of drugs. It helped yeah. me pull back from opiates or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's the real deal, but it, that's what, I, again, that's what it feels like for people listening. To have you guys here, it's the real deal. It's like it's there's no question. There's so it's honor, a good example. There's, there, there's some honor there that you guys are honoring the commitment. It makes it's it's contagious. Sure, but there are so there are people that jujitsu I have seen in our academy that has tr- helped them tremendously, and it's not visible stuff like you're saying. But those people are the same people that donated all the stuff yeah, to the raffle you know what i mean yeah. like are so willing to to go the extra mile to help to help the we defy foundation and other things that it is that circle that you're talking about of like well look man here's the thing who are the people that are in the gym training who are the ones that are on the mats who are the ones that are giving back who are the ones that are rolling with these veterans and training with them right it's the people within the community you know, you, you might be in L.A., New York. You might get to roll with some, uh, what's that, that famous cook guy that's out the blue belt. Anthony Bourdain. Thank you. Name <laughs> drop. You know, you might get to roll with him and train with him or whatever. You know, fantastic, great, cool, you know. But it, he's one out of 60 people in a class, you know. And, and those 60 people are the ones who are out here, out there, who are living life, who see these veterans who who have had someone that has served or have served themselves and and see the gap and want to help and want to get back. Those are the ones. Those are the ones that we're on the mat snaking every day. Don't get me wrong. 
Coca-Cola wants to write me a check tomorrow for a million dollars, minus the rash guards. I'm going to take their check and I'm going to shake their hands. Sure. But does that mean they're going to be my best buds and we're going to talk to each other every day after that and we're going to roll together? No. There's a benefit for them. There's a benefit for us. But today was completely selfless, completely selfless. And when you see something like that, it re- it just it reconfirms humanity's you know, the humanity yeah, is still it, out it's there. It's contagious. It That's is. what I mean. I mean, if you can smell it, you, you can smell fakes and you can smell reality and you can smell honorable people and honorable actions and that's that's i don't know it's hard to talk just sit here and talk about it over and over again but that's what it feels like i think that's the other thing that's cool about especially about brazilian jiu-jitsu for people who train a couple of different types of martial arts you know not every martial arts school is built on the basis of uh of solid fighting technique you know sometimes it's built on the basis of solid business technique in the case of maybe not as much of brazilian jiu-jitsu but there's a lot of whole lot of hybrid martial arts schools out there and you know you don't get that feeling one of the great things about brazilian jiu-jitsu is you can't really fake it you know like you either are or you are not tapping like right now there's no i you know i could have done this but i didn't you know i think that translates all that stuff translates all over at one time into for me i just keep using that word one big honor it's like telling the truth fighting for real at least you know within a within a rule set it's you get to know people really fast. You, you train all over the world, it's, right? It's, it's like intimate, you, just like I said. Yeah, it's extremely you know, intimate. like 20, 20 seconds later, you know what you're dealing with. You people wise, yeah. you know. So if people want to, if people one want to help the We Defy Foundation, or there's combat wounded veterans out there that need help, they should go to your website. Absolutely, um, it, across the board, hundred percent. Reach out to us. Uh, the website has applications for the schools and the veterans, two separate applications. Uh, there are qualifications for each, right? We're not trying to just take any veteran and, and throw them into a, a bad environment where the, it's not going to be beneficial to them. Uh, we want to make sure that, that veteran is going to be a good fit for that school as well because we, don't want, we want the environment within that school to be supportive and, and the instructors to be you know, making sure that if there's, if there's someone whose jujitsu is not going to help, Hey, let's get you the help you need. It's not us. Let's figure it out for you or find someone, another resource that we have for you. We are jujitsu. If you can come in and do it and train, we're going to be here for you. If you can't, let's get you somewhere else and get you what you need. And I want to be clear. I'm not trying to say I don't want I don't want to make it sound like that. You know, all I want is is people to within the community to help out. I absolutely would love corporate sponsorship, money coming in. I would love to be able to get veterans out there training. I want to get every veteran I've got training, and all the ones in the future they're going to apply training, and the ones I do have, I want to keep them training. So that, that in, in the end, what it boils down to is yes, we need funds. We need funds. We do have schools that waive funding, but for the majority of them, because it's beneficial for them and it keeps. Their doors open so we can keep these veterans in their training. We're going to pay that tuition to them. So Coca-Cola, again, wants to be part of what we're doing and help out. Absolutely, 100%. I, I'm, I'm down to meet with them, talk with them, tell them about what we do, and and find some kind of a mutual relationship that's going to work on both parts. But I'm not going to sell out the idea of the foundation and what we do and our end goal for that. In the end, if you can't tell me that it's about helping as many veterans as we can, thank you for your time. Move on, find something else, and we will too. It's funny, uh, but let me just get this straight. I know you're talking about Coca-Cola, and this is a million bucks, but you're really right now talking about 120 grand covers you're not right now. Absolutely. 
And, and, you, and can you sit here <laughs> yeah. and tell me that that's not possible? No, that's Seriously. exactly what I'm getting at. Definitely possible. Is, it doesn't have to be Coca-Cola at that point. Be, right. A lot of people could be... A couple of... What, four... I mean, we're that, just saying Coca-Cola as an example. No, no, no yeah, I know. No, it could just, be Harry like, Bell well, gummy bears. I don't know. Yeah, I'm actually not talking directly to you guys. I'm saying... It, all, there's a lot of people listening to this podcast. You know, 120 grand. That's, At least that's, four right now. That's, that's, <laughs> and so my mother listens yeah. to it. You know, my family. <laughs> let's let's not talk to. I, I can handle a lot, but let's not talk to. I think we're up to what 41 countries now. So there you go. Pity, so you're talking about people. 40, uh, 40 grand times four, uh, four 30 grand. You know, sponsors. Sure. That's the nut. Yep. That's not a ridiculous nut. And that's an annual. That's for one year training. I know. And six, that's that's for 60 veterans. Yep. Um, there are people who shit that shit out. You know this, right? <laughs> and, and, grand. The thing about grand. it is, you know, we're working hard um, every day to try to get that. No, and, I understand. And whether, whether it's through seminars that we conduct monthly, whether it's through donations that are, are given to the website or through the academies, whether it's through... You know, T-shirts and stickers and patches. I mean, there are. I mean, I tag on a daily basis probably five people that I see wearing a We Fire Mission Twenty Two T-shirt. I'll, I'll tag both of those because a lot of times I'll hashtag them, hashtag We Defy Foundation or whatever, but they won't tag it. So I tag both of them. anytime I see them. I tag them. Joey puts them on the uh, on the Instagram page as uh, show your We Defy. But you know, I, I I probably five a day. That I see of people, not all of them are veterans wearing uh, Weedify stuff. So that's helping get awareness out there. But it's it's about the foundation, awareness about the foundation. But you know, it's getting to the point where, like Joy said, and you know, we've got we're building awareness, but we've got to start doing something to get these veterans off of this waiting list and get them training, because we get emails on a daily basis. Hey, where what's my status in the in in the queue? You know. How much, how much longer do I have? What number am I up to now? When, when can I start my training? I mean, that's kind of awesome in this way. I mean, it sucks that people have to wait, but it's awesome that there's that connection and that, it is. that kind and, of passion. And, and and for those people, we want to be able to help them so badly. So like a similar like, seminar like we did today is probably, I didn't bring it up, but I, and I usually do, the seminar that we did today is going to take three of those veterans and, and be able to get them start training immediately. Well, that's three, awesome. Three, three. Right, ready. So, so off of that ready. list of sixty whatever, three of them are now off yeah, that 57 list. Because to to honestly, from someone who lives jujitsu, to hear that there's people out there that want to train jujitsu and they need it and they can't at this point, it's like crushing. Yeah, you don't want to like piss. You don't piss George off. He gets <laughs> really, really, really like, fired up over here. Yeah, he Woo! gets fired. I'm saying, don't yeah, you watch it? Watch uh, out what happens. But yeah, that's the like, point. You know, we we crushing. do the, we do these things and and trying to trying to raise money, but people don't realize. Like Joe and I, you know, we talk on a daily basis about about things like this. But driving up here, we're like, you know, just by doing X, you know, when we go talk to this person, we can show them these names. You know, if you give us X dollars, these are the exact names of the people. These are the ten people that you're going to affect. Mm-hmm. These are the eight people that you're going to affect by that donation. These are the three people today from the seminar that you're going to affect by the donations that you guys gave. So it's pretty powerful, man. I mean, right now, I mean, if, if you're just listening, if you just want to boil this down and make it really easy, number one, buy a fucking t-shirt, right? Right. Go to we foundation.org. Go, go to, just, no, just, go, no? go to the website. Okay. And see what we do. Okay. Read, Great. 
look at look at it whatever right. you want to do more absolutely that's a place to start next from that it's like this uh what's it called uh so i've got 10 friends on Facebook. You've got 10 friends right. on Facebook. I post something. I tag you now. Sharing, I, yeah. Right. It's now 20, 30, their friends and their friends and their friends, that kind of stuff. Brian and I have who we know and who we meet. And that's why we love doing what we do. But if someone's listening to this right now and goes, you know what? I want to help out. And my uh, uncle is the CEO or CFO or regional yeah. manager of Coca-Cola. Yeah. I'm going to go kick his door down and say, Hey, you need to look at this, whatever. And have them contact us. You know, and then let me set it, set it up and let me, Brian and I go and get in front of them, talk to them, tell them what we do. Yeah. You know, show them the results and show them the effects and say this, look, you know, I understand you have money. I understand you want to do something with this money when it benefits you, but let me tell you exactly how much benefit you're going to see. We're going to see from it on our end, you know? Um, but yeah, go to the website. It's www.wedefyfoundation, all one word dot org okay we've got everything on there that you would need to know information wise uh there's an uh, info at we org you can email any questions you have to us we've got a shop um buying or, or purchasing of shirts and hats and patches and we you know that we defy gear shows your support puts it out there and obviously every little bit helps goes towards helping veterans um, so we definitely, definitely appreciate that. And then on top of that, if you're a school, if you know someone that's a veteran, you know, call us, talk to us, email us, uh, send someone our way and let's get them out there and get them help. But in the end, you know, the money's going to drive the train and we need to, we need to f- make sure that we're talking to these people, um, uh, to find out who they know, or how they can help in some way, um, um, to raise funds to get these veterans training. Hey man, I really appreciate you guys coming up here and doing this, um, because it was like, I, I had a great time. You know, like I had a great time hanging out. Um, great seminar. The seminar was crazy. It was really good. Yeah. You know, we're lucky to get some yeah. pretty decent seminars was, up here. And it brought a lot of different academies together, yep. which was great. We had a lot of people from different academies, which was so great. Um, so I really, like, I am super stoked that you guys came up and did this. Um, and if anybody out there... You should do it. Do a do a We Defy seminar. Like it's it's an awesome time. It's great, um, and hopefully we'll do it again. Like I want to do it again. We'll sit down and talk. It's got to be a lot warmer. Yeah, we're yeah, coming, we're coming we'll, back. Right. That is total bullshit. Back. That is total bullshit. <laughs> it's got to be a lot It was literally snowing yesterday. It was like forty five. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was I don't snowing. even understand what you're talking about. Yeah. Forty five degrees. Way too How cold does for that me. Be cold. <laughs> Come up. That's the temperature in my refrigerator. It's <laughs> not the temperature outside. <laughs> Come, you guys up, are, okay. come up in the fall when it's, you know, foliage changing, it's warm, it's like, or the summer, take you to the beach. Challenging my perceptions, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I want to be super respectful and shit, but come on, <laughs> 45 degrees. I know. It was gorgeous. Ball, uh, it really was nice. Ball me. Even your dog is looking at you like you're fucking crazy. <laughs> right. No. Well, my dog is from Tennessee, so you make <laughs> yeah, a good He's point. like, dad, <laughs> dad, dad, dad. <laughs> So I, pro- I promised these guys I wouldn't be like I normally am. Oh, you're going to keep it short? And I'm going to keep it short. Damn. Yeah. I was, yeah okay. All I'm, right. I'm growing up That's here. amazing. Um, but check these guys out. Awesome, awesome time. Where are you guys going next, actually? Tell me where you're going next, and we'll end this thing. So. Georgia. The, right? Next Yeah, month. Atlanta. End of, uh, end of March is Atlanta. And then... Uh, May, we're doing two in May. We're going to uh, Biloxi, Mississippi. Um, Seattle. or uh, And then um, Seattle, Washington, or Kent, which is Seattle. Kent, or outside of Seattle. Yeah, we're going to James Foster's place the week after that. So we're going to Biloxi to uh, 
Jim Fiore's. Jim Fiore's uh, gym. Uh, uh, Professor Eric uh, is there. Uh, we're going to his gym. We we did. I did that one. What did I go to that five months, six months yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six months ago. Yeah. I went there then, and he wants to get get us back over there. And it's a huge Navy town. You know, CBs are over there in Biloxi. So um, we're going over there. And then the next week, we're going up to Kent, Washington. So it, my job is to what I do is set up seminars uh, on a on a monthly basis. Uh, we try to yeah. do, we try to do one a month. Sometimes we do a little bit more. Sometimes I'm I'm just a complete idiot and I do three of them back to back to back. But you know, ultimately, what what Joey said, you know, I can I can sleep when I'm dead. I'm trying to give back as much as I can to the foundation. We got to get people off the waiting list. Yeah. And the only way to do that is is by getting donations, and well, this is a, a very good way to do it. I mean, obviously, we were always looking for donations, especially corporate donations or things like that. But to subsidize those corporate donations, seminars will get about three people every single time we do them off the waiting list. I'm, I'm going to throw some energy in here. So uh, listen, you guys are fascinating. You're funny together, too. And you meet some really cool people. And you actually travel around the, the I was going to say the world, but uh, definitely right now, the, uh, the country, meeting these people on a regular basis. If only there was a way that people could fucking follow you and listen to you talk to one another on a very low-budget basis. <laughs> Interesting, right? I feel right? something coming on. Yeah, like, why the hell don't you have a goddamn podcast? I would listen to the shit out of this. What are you guys doing next? Where are you going to be in Georgia talking to somebody? Great. Alan should buy. I will listen to it. Yeah. Who else are you going to meet? You don't think that. How about this? I'm sorry, but I feel strongly about this. How about some of these people that you're helping? You think they might be interested in talking to you on your podcast? Yeah, they would. You want to make an easy thing for somebody to sponsor? There it is. I'm not saying anything other than I'm trying to help doing what I do really well. But you guys are good at this. And I would, in one second, put this podcast up. All you'd have to, I mean, we could spend an afternoon. I would, like, Georgie, you want to go down to Texas sometime and show these guys how to run a podcast? I, I already owe them yeah. a Texas All you visit. need to do is... He's you, been saying he's going to come down to Texas you need a since place I for, met him. I'm a little scared, but I'm coming. He Georgie walks, Georgie <laughs> walks around it with, I don't have one right here, with, with something about the size of this thing right here, and that's what he does yeah. his podcast on. You're going there anyway. He doesn't know how, how to pause it either. That's true. That's true. Definitely but you know, in a podcast, this very be, complicated this be 25 machinery. Minutes. 25, 30 minutes of sitting down, talking with whoever you're talking with right there. Just keep people into the loop of this. Because people, let's be blunt, people are going to go, oh, yeah, da-da-da-da-da. And a month later, they're going to forget this happened. You know, some people won't, but a lot will. But now they won't. They're going to want to know it. And, Joey, you're fucking funny. <laughs> this is good. Anyway, I don't know. I mean, I'm pushing really hard, but I'm telling you, if you if you want to land it, I will do the administration for you guys in one second. Awesome. Well, I appreciate go. it, man. We'll so, talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about it afterwards. But I'm telling you, man, this shit is contagious, too, because you meet people and then you know what they want. They want you to be on their podcast. And all of a oh, sudden, that you're sounds dealing familiar. With, yeah. You see what's going on? Yeah. And you then see how this whole racket works. <laughs> yeah. But then you put them, it goes back and forth, and you're going instead of maybe you know another 100, 200 people at a time, you don't have two or 3,000 people at a time, sure. which is what you're doing right now. So anyway, sorry about the, uh, no, the, no. the, uh, the, the heavy Mac there, but Always I, I believe in it yeah. very strongly, man. You guys are dealing with the real deal. So anyway, George, we got to get down there and uh, 
Show them how to use a Zoom H4. All right. All right. If anybody does want to set up a seminar, they can email me, though. It's uh, Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at WeDefyFoundation.org. I'm happy to work with anybody. Um, obviously, we try to get academies uh, that are already certified training facilities. But if somebody's interested in becoming one of those as well, we can help them with that as well. Uh, uh-oh. I can I can help them with that as well uh, and and lead them in the right direction for the application process. Like I said, I, I talk to people every day about the application process, about becoming an academy, about setting up a seminar, about helping veterans. So, I mean, that's I have no problem answering emails, phone calls, text messages. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. They can reach out to me. They can reach out to Joey. Um, but... Absolutely. If anybody has any questions or anything, shoot me an email. Yeah, send and I'll, me a message, and I'll testify beyond all the beyond we defy at all. Just plain as a seminar, that was great. Brian's smart. He's quick. He's kind of funny sometimes. It's Man, good. those are three things that I've never heard that I was on your resume and, ever. And the techniques. If are, you go with good looking, that's going to be four. I've never heard before. Uh, Jeez. No, I can't. I can't go there. But yes, I'll go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah. but, but you're a handsome ginger. Dang it! I just gotta. Yeah, that's right. The the I'm a gentle ginger. You were you were gentle sometimes, but no. But and the, the techniques were obviously fucking world class. Yeah, it's a good them. seminar. It's quick and smart. Yeah, I just yeah definitely. Even it, just beyond all the we defy stuff, right there, there's a value before you even go any farther. And on top of that, putting it together for a good reason. Some honorable, and these guys are going to have a great podcast, I can tell, too. So you get in on the ground floor on that shit. Nice work. Thank you guys so much for putting up with me for two days. Oh, thank you for man, having Man, thanks for having us, us man. Yeah, we had dude. a blast. Anytime. Even yeah. though even though you let Joey fall in the snow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I didn't. I, you, you know, know what? what? I know that we like to end on a little bit of entertainment. Then. Could you at least tell me what George did wrong there just so we can, you he know. He pushed Joey over. <laughs> yep. Jesus, George. <laughs> I got crazy, man. I couldn't yeah. help it. He was like, Joey, hey. Ten o'clock, I 10 o'clock at night, he went to give him a hug, two-hand push to the chest. Next yeah. thing you know, Joey's in the in the snow. Yep, ass down. We yeah. might have done some. I was looking to grapple last night <laughs> yeah. when I met him. Tackle and grapple. <laughs> Thank you guys all for listening. <laughs> I love you all. I didn't throw anybody in the snow. That's a lie. Peace.